What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block, Nerds Gone Rogue's Nintendo Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrick, and alongside me, as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell. Simon's Quest is the best butt rock game of all time. With a soundtrack. <sighs> Joining us <laughs> is, is uh, what do you call him, Edward? What do you call him on, on Arsenal X? I forget. The wise, wise Wisconsin. The wise Wisconsinite, Jesse Douglas. <laughs> we need a Waluigi skateboarding game. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Hi, guys. Look, you're supposed to do your Nintendo guns. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I don't, I don't even know what to say right now. Yes. <laughs> Man, what happened to this show? Oh, oh, how, how is everybody? Everybody doing good? Everybody doing? You're doing good. Yeah. Doing pretty good. Yes. Uh, me, sorry, we have done a lot of podcasting. Yeah. Look, we we've done so much podcasting the last couple of days. I just, I'm like, I want more information about stuff that we are that is rumored but at the same time i'm like i'm really tired (laughs) so uh but anyways uh yeah there's there's been a lot going on this week we sort of are experimenting with a new mini block show on youtube uh we're experimenting with uh a few other things we've done a lot of reacts we've done yes I don't know. Jesse's been awake forever, I think. So uh, <laughs> there's just, yeah, it, there's a lot happening. So uh, we're just, we're just, we're just gonna dive into it. What are you guys? What are you guys playing? What are you guys diving into this week? Jesse, we're gonna start with you because I okay. start with Ed. <laughs> I, I've been uh, actually playing my Switch more lately. I've um been playing uh Resident Evil Chronicles or Revelations I mean <laughs> nice. like, that's some, I'm like yeah, that's I'm like that where did that come out <laughs> right <laughs> like I need to buy that yeah I've I've been playing uh playing that the uh, Revelations because it's uh, like it's set up perfectly for someone like me who doesn't like have all the time in the world to just sit down and you know play it for a couple of hours so you've kind of just got like little sections, you know, little chapters of stories. So like, and then like at the end of each section, you've you know, it kind of rank ranks you and says how well you did, and and so like I can just play through a section, and then just once it goes to that screen, it asks you to save. I can save and then put it down, and then the next day pick it up, play you know a couple more, and just kind of slowly make my way through the game. Anytime I you know got got a chance to play it so i've been playing that um i played uh the dragon quest builder demo with my son the other day so i kind of was just having him play that and then just testing it out and stuff um that's pretty well i did play uh an episode of fortnite or a, a game of fortnite uh battle royal before we started recording today so Nice. That's pretty much it for right now. Nice. Nice. Ed, what are you playing? Uh, so uh, I literally just been playing uh, just two games. Actually, this week I haven't uh, returned back to my Xbox or my PS4 um, for a bit because I've been hooked on Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And I finally got past this difficult boss fight. And... I I was I I was grinding, putting time into my characters, fighting, getting new blades, like finishing side quests, and every time I got to this certain boss, because uh, you had to fight two leaders from this group, uh, I was able to fight them long enough for a cutscene to cut in that was almost 15 minutes long, and I was just like, I can't with this. And then I got to the next chapter and cut it off because I had to go to bed and because I would have stayed up for another two hours. <laughs> and uh, like Corey put it, I would have did an ad if it's part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, second, uh, last game I did play, though, uh, 
after playing uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is, of course, Monster Hunter Story. Uh, really enjoying this game, uh, progressing, getting more monsters. St- very fun, learning, still learning some stuff. So uh, enjoying that on uh, the uh, 2DS. I will get back to Yokai Watch and I will get back to Dragon Quest 8 because I really want to finish a lot of my past uh, 3DS games that I've that I got got to a point and then stop. I want to work on those and get those finished. Um, last but not least, uh, by the time you guys see this video, um, I'll be picking up Blossom Tail. And there was another game the that we that I was supposed to be pick up. I think it's on PS4. I gotta check. Uh, but um, I'll be I'll be picking that 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 up uh, Friday. I mean on today when you guys are watching this. And hopefully, I'll um, play some more of uh, Super Meat Boy, Golf Story, Graceful Explosion Machine, like some of my past indie games. And then getting ready for Tuesday for Lost Sphere. Getting ready to play that on Switch. Oh, yeah, that does come out next week, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I can't. I can't. Yes. There's too much. Why, I can't. Why, why Corey has his stuff pre ordered, and I'm so jealous of you because I love you so much for all the games that Let's you pre ordered. Stop. Stop. Uh, stop. <laughs> Don't uh, tell my wife. I know, uh, but uh, <laughs> I gotta do. I literally, st- I I gotta get my list ready for games that's coming out because I I think there's a b- most of the releases is in May, so I do have time for that. Um, but I know March and stuff. I gotta get. I gotta kind of save and plan out my games because I'm going to uh, Comic Con in uh, Indianapolis with my friends, so I'll be gone for that weekend. So. Nice. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking of doing uh my first cosplay and uh why you how you be busu from uh Ninja Gaiden, um and I gotta find this there's that one it's a mask I guess it like it covers your whole mouth that you can use like in the winter time and stuff. I'm looking I gotta get one of those, but I literally want my Hayabusa to be bloody, and I'm going to have my bro hawk. On um, and I kind of want to dye it. I I, I want to dye it red at the top, or something, or blonde, or do something like kind of down. But I kind of literally want my clothes to have like blood stains and stuff on it to look like a bloody ninja. For uh, so I I had to create do some ideas. So uh, guys, email Nintendo Powerblack at gmail dot com and uh, let me know what you guys think about it. Should I do Ryu you, you BC or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, I play. I played a little bit. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Bloodborne with Matt and Moose, but uh, that game. I don't know, man. Every time I, I, I don't know. I'm always scared to play those games by myself, and then when you get in there and actually try to, you know, play it, it's not. It's not that bad. Uh, I think you know. It's it's very. I don't know. Like I told you, Ed, it gives me the same feeling of like old NES games, like uh, Ninja Gaiden, and you know stuff like that, to where like you have to memorize the patterns and you have to memorize where enemies are going, and you attack at the right time or you dodge at the right time, and it's very, it's very old school in that way. And like I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, you're just figuring that out now." This game's been out for like uh, seven or eight years at this point. I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Shut up." But like that's the feeling it gives me when we go in and fight a boss where like you know we fought a boss the other day with like five or six swords and they have big sweeping motions on the ground and like you dodge 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 and then it stands up straight and you do- and you roll in and then you attack like three or four times and then you dodge out mm-hmm. of the way you know it's very the, the combat is very simple yet complicated and i think that's what it, i like about it and it's very almost it's almost very Zelda in that way where like you can make the combat as simple as you want it to be or as complicated as you want it to be. And like, you don't have to be good to know like what you're doing, but you have to be able to react. And that's what I like about it. Um, you know, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to move on to dark souls after this or not, but like, you know, dark souls come to switch and I'm excited for that. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But, the two games I've been really obsessed with lately are Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I'm I'm re I I didn't start over, but I'm re like 
acclimating myself with the systems and stuff and it's like oh my gosh that game is really good i like that game so much uh and then super meat boy uh, which came out last week on switch and super meat boy is one of the best platformers i think i've ever played in my life i've i've become obsessed with a plusing every level and a plusing every like uh thing and finding all the bandages and stuff and then yeah. like about halfway through i found out if you press y on the switch there's there's for every world there is there's a quote dark world and that's like the harder version of the same level and it's Yee. like and you have to like and there's band-aids and stuff and then there's secret exits where you get warped back like there's this purple warp thing and you go back to like the original suit uh, the original meat boy game yeah and it takes you through levels of that and it's like man this game has it it looks very simple on the outside but like to do everything it's giving me the same feelings that n plus did on xbox 360 and n plus plus does like i gotta get all the coins i gotta find all the band-aids i gotta do this perfect you know like ah so good it's it's really good super meat boy is really good if you haven't played it it's 1499 uh yes man it's really good and i I think that and the end is nigh, which is the other platform of that team just put out on Switch, both are very, very good. So yeah, those games are awesome. My <laughs> sorry, my throat is starting to hurt because we podcast so much this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh yeah, is that uh, is that all anybody's been playing? You wanna get into some of these news bits? Let's get into some news. Oh, man. Ed, I think that's the fastest we ever made it through what we've been playing. <laughs> exactly. It's only been like 12 minutes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, man, dude, I, I cannot wait for the Mario Plus Rabbids expansion pack with, with Donkey Kong. Uh, I'm so excited. I literally have to work on Yeah, that's still my second favorite game I've played on Switch so far you know under under zelda it's i i love that game and yeah i was trying to go back and play some of the uh just the challenges or whatever because every level you know like a, the battlefield where you uh finish part of the storyline there's a mushroom like a toad or a mushroom whatever guy there and then uh every time you beat you can play those challenges over and then you can win coins or um things to upgrade stuff so i think if you eventually if you played through all of the levels again and yeah. beat all those challenges you could probably level like every character all the way up or I, something I, like that i don't know i do wonder if ubisoft is going to do some restocks once the dlc gets close by i bet i Be bet like as soon as the, all the dlc comes out they're gonna make like a gold edition or like a deluxe edition yeah. that has all the expansion stuff built into it already or yeah. like yeah. A oh no i was just yeah i agree with you because like we haven't got copies at all and it was just like this was a hot game that everybody wanted on christmas uh ubisoft you're gonna see some more yeah so maybe you're right Corey. they might actually do a full collection yeah um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be surprised if they don't like in in Nintendo in general starts doing that with like Xenoblade Chronicles in in a year or you know maybe this summer to rekindle people's excitement for like to sell more copies of Zelda if they do a something like that where they include the uh, DLC for free and like if you buy it, a couple games have if you bought them digital like during sales and stuff they gave you the expansion pass for free. So, like, I know Mario Plus Rabbids was on sale for a while, and it was, what, like, 30% off, 25% off, I think, and they gave you the expansion pack for free. So, if you mm. bought it digitally, so that, like, you could, nice. see, you could see deals going that way as well. So, yeah, this yeah. is, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm excited for that DK stuff. So. I kind of... I I kind of want to see how digital sales work, like profit-wise. Like, do do uh, Ubisoft and other companies make more money because they don't have to deal with retail, so they get more of a cut, and Nintendo make their licensing cut, or they get whatever the cut they're supposed to get. I wonder how that goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into some of this news. Uh, we... 
we can elaborate a little bit on this, but I'm not going to go too deep into this story because we've been talking about it. We have a few videos on this subject already, uh, whether, you know, it's an upcoming expansion pack or, uh, which you can find on YouTube, uh, on nerds gone rogues, YouTube page, uh, on Mondays at noon, uh, Nintendo announces Nintendo Labo, a range of interactive DIY toys for Nintendo switch. Uh, it is, if you have been paying any attention to the internet lately, uh, you see people kind of mocking it on Twitter or whatever. It's these little cardboard cutouts that you attach your Joy-Cons to or your Switch screen to. And, like, they provide different activities for kids and families to do together. Uh, so I'm just going to do the rundown of the two sets they announced in the trailer on Wednesday. Uh, the toy con they're called toy cons they come in these boxes they're they come with a software they come with a game like a a real like case and a cartridge and everything like you know like a, a real case so uh for 69.99 you get the variety toy con pack which includes a toy con rc car uh where you insert the left and right joy cons into your cars and you can control it via the screen uh the touch screen a Toy-Con fishing rod where you construct a fishing rod with an interactive reel and uh, it's like a fishing mini game. And then a Toy-Con house, which inserting uh, the Joy-Cons and the screen into various openings of the house allow you to interact and play games with creatures inside the house, which is a, which was one of the cooler ones I think I saw after I watched the trailer like 40 more times last night. I was trying to figure out like <laughs> what all these things were and like the possibilities and stuff. And then the last one in the variety pack is the Toy-Con Piano, which was the one they let off with, which I thought was really cool. Uh, you build a kind of like a 13-key piano, and you stick the Joy-Cons on each side and then the screen in the middle, and it allows you to... Uh, I think it teaches you how to play the piano uh, a little bit, so I think that's really cool. And then the second kit they announced, which is $79.99, was the robot kit uh, it only has one model but you build kind of like this wearable suit that you attach to your literally attach to your feet your back and you build a backpack with all the gears and stuff in it uh face helmet which you can either use as a vr uh, a simplified vr type thing where you put the screen in the shield or you put the uh stuff on your tv and then you put the joy one of the joy cons in the backpack and the other one you use in your hand where you're like punching and throwing and walking as this giant robot and uh it kind of reminds me of the project giant robot they kind of announced for switch and kind of you know faded away uh but this i think that this became that so uh yeah nintendo is trying to Nintendo is going big with a creative angle here. The promotion video shows Toy-Con customized with paint, tape, markers, uh, and later afterwards they announced that they were going to release sticker sheets uh, that you could uh, buy and customize your stuff with. So, uh, again, this is software designed for, you know, helping or having families and kids build stuff and interacting with games in a different way. And like I said on one of the previous videos, Ed, like one, two switch was kind of like the, if you were to compare this to like a TV show, this was like, yeah. One, two switch was almost like the episode zero of this where like, you the know, pilot. yeah. Where you're like interacting with people and not really looking at the TV You're listening for sounds and like design. And now you're going to be able to design stuff for the joy cons and the switch in general here. So, yes. um, uh, you know, what do you guys think in kind of a general sense? We've we've done a reaction video. We've done a preliminary thoughts on this style stuff in a mini block and expansion packs. But uh, overall, what do you guys think of the, the Labo stuff? Uh, last thing I was just going to say, I think this is creative. I can't wait for it to come at my job so I could buy it, buy it for my family and play it. That's all. Yeah. What do you think, Jesse? For me, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm glad that they're kind of you know, thinking of unique ways to, to, you know, make more, you know, options for kids and stuff like that. Because, you know, other than just regular straight up games, there isn't really a whole lot of options right now anymore for, you know, younger kids or things, you know, just things like this in general, just being able to kind of have a hands-on, uh, 
you know, gameplay. So I'm, you know, it's it's going to be interesting, and it's only the start. So you know, I'm kind of kind of like to see where it goes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so our next story, our next couple stories are actually they came out a little bit after the Nintendo Labo stuff was announced, uh, and they're all. Excuse me. They're all uh, software that teaches uh, kids things. So, like, uh, the next story is UK-based uh, Fuse uh, Technologies is uh, creating a, uh, a way for people to code their own games in in C++ and Python languages. Uh, so here's the, the synopsis here. Fuse 4 Nintendo Switch is an intuitive and incredibly easy to pick up application for nintendo switch uh more powerful more than powerful enough to create professional looking games that play beautifully uh game assets are all the graphics and sounds required to create great looking games uh to help new users even seasoned pros to get started where uh started we're including tens of thousands of games graphics audio samples and 3d models across but not limited to 2D platform, racing, RTS, and RPG, puzzles, shoot-em-ups, and beat-em-up genres. And just in case you run out, you can create your own and even purchase additional game packs directly from the Nintendo eShop. The bundle assets are currently valued at over $150 and will only rise as more artists submit their work. Fuse from Nintendo Switch will retail for less than £30, which is roughly $39.99 here. Uh, This... uh, represents incredible value for money fuse for nintendo switch will be available in q2 2018 with additional game content made via uh dlc add-on packs so another piece of cool technology for Mm -hmm. teaching kids how to do things so if you have a kid that's interested in making games or like you know their school doesn't have a strong computer science program or like uh you know, when they get to high school, they they can choose their own classes. Maybe this will give them the head start that they need to do for computer science stuff. Uh, and yeah, this is a good look for indie games for the future. For just like you said, Corey, um, you know, get kids into designing games. And I think adults who really want to design games too can easy up and learn. You know. They don't have to go through like Microsoft's uh, kind of shenanigans <laughs> or trying to get a game working on their system and whatever Sony does. But you know, if if this is pretty cool and kids like it, yeah, you know, and hopefully past high school, if this wants them to get into DigiPen or uh, go take them to art school and make them want to create video games in real life then yeah why not start with the switch yeah i mean this is i mean i'm interested in this this is this is awesome you know like i i want because like that's something i've always wanted to do but i've never been like where do you start with this stuff and like i've downloaded unity on my pc i've downloaded on like the free versions of unity and unreal i'm like where do you start? Then you, I find out you need to do asset creation stuff. And I'm like, well, I, before you even start coding for those programs, I'm like, how do you even, how do you even, where do you even start? And this is like I, a cool way to start. I, there's like some kind of, kind of competition or something like games done quick, not games done quick, not like speed running, yeah. but it was just like, you create your own game, like in a certain amount of time. Yeah. I kind of want to see what people could do on switch. If they could have a competition like that, I would love to see what they, what they create. Yeah. So this is, this is basically like their version of spark, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I guess okay. it, it, it seems a little bit more complicated than something that Sony's doing like dreams too you know yeah. uh so yeah because i know in, in spark you could basically make any style of game that you wanted like you just it was a matter of you know like figuring it all out so so that yeah that would be interesting i think if any of the systems you know would uh would benefit from a, a thing like this it would be nintendo so yeah definitely especially if you know indies are going to start taking off this is basically giving you know people a dev kit on on board the system you know so uh and you know more obviously more professional people are going to use things like unity and unreal and stuff but at the same time if yeah. you if you want to do this in like three or four years this is a great way to get started yeah uh along the same lines 
Japanese uh, electronics giant Korg uh, is also debuting a program on Switch that will allow you to make music uh, with your Joy-Cons. Uh, I, you- I, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Corey. This just made me happy when I seen this. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I know the way everybody except me talks about music around here. So uh, let's see here. While the internet goes crazy in reaction to Nintendo Labo and its cardboard constructions, another curveball has been thrown in Nintendo Switch's general direction. Korg, the Japanese electronics giant that specializes in keyboards, guitar pedals, and studio recording equipment, will be bringing its Korg gadget music production software to the Nintendo Switch. Coming spring 2018, uh, the versatile experience is like having a proper music studio in your pocket but don't let that intimidate you it turns the empowering art of creating music into a game-like experience where you can actually twist and turn your joy cons to make and manipulate sounds uh there's even a multiplayer mode uh it's it's uh and then quote using the nintendo switch's dock hdmi cable cord gadget can be played on your tv and you can create uh, a song on the big screen or even or enjoy collaborating with up to four people. Also, by outputting it to the screen, you can even use the Joy-Con for a live performance. And cannot tell. Well, Cork has done a lot on the DS handheld system. Yeah, and didn't they do this on like the original DS, not the 3DS, yeah. but the DS? Yeah, and people used and people were taking this to par- like DJs were taking this to parties and stuff and doing DJ sets off the DS. So to see this mug come to switch, like, like I love writing music and I and I, but I' not a producer. I can't like really create you know chords and stuff like that. I'm I I'm so glad this is finally coming to a home console. And that is, is going to be on Switch because now I can sit and spend time creating some fantastic beats, and and you know just getting an earful and you just being expressive in that manner. And Korg is really really good at this. They're the only ones that have been putting this out, and it's been selling well. So I'm glad that they're putting it on Switch. I'm so happy that they are doing this. I hope Matt. Uh, picks it up to Matthew Kill, shout out to him. I hope he put this out too because I want to create with him. I want to get his ear. I'd be like, dude, I'm gonna send you this file. I'm like, give me give me thoughts. I want you to hear this and stuff. I think it's gonna be really cool for that to happen. Like I guitar hero and all that other stuff is fine for people who just want to play music, but creating and having that space, just having your headphones on, listening, getting ideas, that's gonna be so cool. Yeah. And to do it on the go. Yeah. Jesse Jesse can make some uh new sweet beats now. Yeah. I'll do a soundcloud <laughs> Yeah, I just I just need fruity a fruity loops for your Nintendo Switch. <laughs> oh no, I would be scared for that. Cause, Cause I'm definitely gonna be in the car and I'm gonna hear a song and I'm gonna be like, I wish I could make this beat and just take this part and sample it. And the core can let me do that. Yes. But I'm super so uh super stoked for this. Yeah, me me too. It it definitely sounds like it's gonna be something that uh that'll be right up my alley. So, yeah, nice. I I, I can't send it to Corey because I'll be like, check this beat out. He like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, okay. The the last bit of like the tech news for Nintendo. Gosh, it's weird talking about tech <laughs> in terms of Nintendo. <laughs> but uh, Sony's game engine, uh, Fire Engine, is now. Uh, supporting the Nintendo Switch, which is the engine used in games like Journey, uh, Flower, Flow, Unfinished Swan, like those games. So uh, uh, Sony's Fire Engine, which has been a free-to-use game engine for more than a decade, now officially supports Nintendo Switch. Uh, Developers can use Sony's software to make games for Nintendo's console. Uh, And one of the games, uh, Dragon Quest Builders, uh, runs on that very engine as well as games like Journey, blah blah blah. Uh, so yeah, people who like that engine can now use it to make Switch games, which you know it it creates pretty cool looking games. I'm not gonna lie, Journey's a is that, very beautiful game. Is is that engine owned by Sony? Yeah, it's Sony's okay. engine, uh, but it's not PlayStation. It's not owned by PlayStation. It's just owned by Sony. So well, 
I mean, PlayStation is the is the item, but Sony itself, like Sony Studios and uh, Sony as just a company as a whole, is at their engine that yeah. they that like Naughty Dog and stuff could use. Or oh, anything. Naughty Dog uses proprietary stuff. This is more for like indie developers. A simple to use indie developers. Yeah, I, I'm. I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like if Naughty Dog wants to use that engine because they are part of Sony. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a engine. free to everybody. It's free to use for everybody. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. So new engine, always good to see more stuff. You know, support Switch. So. Uh, all right, let's get into some game stuff. Uh, I'm tired of talking about all this stuff that's not games. Uh, uh, we also did a mini uh, mini block on this uh, earlier this week. Ubisoft and steep release could be imminent as copies go on sale via uh, foreign retailers. Uh, so we kn- we've known steep has been coming uh, and planned for Nintendo Switch, uh, but they retail listings have been uh going up and even some amazon uh outside of the u.s amazon sites have started to put steep up for pre-order uh so uh and we also talked about the you know ubisoft people tweeting out uh developers tweeting out there's news coming for nintendo products from us and a lot of people are speculating that south park is also coming uh we talked a lot about that so steep and south park probably on the way thoughts go excited uh, i'm excited uh, for both games but you could see my thoughts on it on the mini direct so yay more games but what if people don't want to watch the mini uh then they should because it's on ng already yo it's it's exclusive they should check it out jesse what do you what are your thoughts well i like i i hope that they bring the uh the south park game um, I I never really got a chance to play like all the way through the first one, but I did like what I played, and I kind of wouldn't even mind seeing that get brought over as well. Like maybe do uh, what they did like with the with this game. Like wasn't it if you um, if you pre-ordered it, you got a you got a, a digital copy of the original one or something like that. Yeah, that was available. Mm-hmm. That I mean, even if you didn't pre-order it, it came with a code for the okay. original game. So, okay. uh, yeah, I would. I mean, I would like to see them do something like that too. But uh, we'll see. I, I like I said, I'm excited for both games. I think Steep is an interesting concept that just didn't really take off. But yeah, yeah. I think it'll sell better on Switch just for the simple fact that people want stuff for the system. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so. Like I yeah. said, I, I wait for South Park to be announced. Um, oh, I already added it to my list, Ed. I'm not and, waiting. And, it's coming. <laughs> and hopefully they just add some exclusives to it. So that's... Like, I, I talked about it on the Mini Direct for a good while. So that's why I said you guys to check my thoughts on there. <sighs> oh, excuse me. Ah. Wow, that was that was good radio right there. Uh, yes. <laughs> so our next story, Nintendo reveals its top 30 best-selling digital games on Switch for 2017. Uh, we are going to use the... over. They used uh, Japan, Japan's top 30, and then overseas top 30. So we're going to go the overseas because we aren't from Japan. So uh, starting at number one and moving all the way to number 30. Number one is Stardew Valley. That's a surprise to me. Number two is Minecraft. Number three, Sonic Mania. Number four, Rocket League. Number five, Snipperclips. Number six, Overcooked. Number seven, Shovel Knight. Should be number one. Jerks. Uh, number eight, Fast RMX. Number nine, Kamiko. Glad to see that that made the list. Uh, number 10, SteamWorld Dig 2. Number 11, Arcade Archives Neo Geo versus Super Mario Brothers. Number 12, Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap. 13, Blaster Master Zero. 14, Metal Slug 3. 15, Enter the Gungeon. 16, Oceanhorn. 17, Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Uh, number 18, Arcade Archives Mario Brothers. Number 19, Arcade Archives Neo Geo Metal Slug. Uh, number 20, Picross S. 
Number 21, Thumper. Number 22, Graceful Explosion Machine. Number 23, The King of Fighters 98. Number 24, Mr. Shifty. 25, World of Goo. 26, Brawl Out. 27, Human Fall Flat. 28, Uno. 29, Goner. And number 30, Implosion. Uh, Golf Story's not on there? Nope. Hmm. So, uh, this list, very not full of AAA titles, let me tell you. That is a okay. that is a that is a Nindy download only list right there. Well, it, it makes sense because the you know they're reasonable prices yeah. and they're smart smaller games. So why and you only could get them on digital besides maybe what sliver snipper clips? It's like the only one that's physical on that yeah. whole list. Yeah. Well, I think. It's- some of the other ones are physical, but I mean, like, yeah, they originally like, came out digitally only, so right. And Kamika was is only five dollars, yeah. So, and it's a short game that everybody loves, yeah. So. Um, so like, I, I'm kind of surprised that there aren't any AAA games on here because I know a, a few people that I know are going all digital on this thing and like, mm-hmm. you know, bought the 200 and whatever gig uh SD card and stuff, but. Um, pretty solid list. I I am surprised that Sonic Mania is that high. I'm surprised that uh, Stardew Valley is number one. Like a, a lot of people been wanting Stardew Valley to come to Switch. Yeah, I know. So, but I'm surprised well, Minecraft is not number one. Was my thing. But that's also because people... it's that's also because it's like 15 bucks on Xbox and it's 40 on Switch. So yeah, <laughs> a, a lot well, of people prefer. What... Uh, I'm sorry, Jesse. A lot of people prefer Star, uh, Star Va- Stardew Valley over Minecraft. And wasn't Sonic Mania? Wasn't that uh, on sale for a little bit? Was it or no? I'm not sure. I don't know. No, I, not yet. It wasn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They just Maybe. had. Did they just have it at the top of like we're just uh, promoting it or something? Recently, uh, I, I think so. Yeah, I think the Switch okay. version had that collection because I don't think Sony okay. and Microsoft had the had the collection. And most Sonic games do well on Nintendo consoles. There's Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. So, so and I I also bought the uh, collector's edition with the giant Sonic statue. So uh, it came with a download card in it, which kind of I was like, I just want a physical copy because, well, anyways. Uh, <laughs> But that's a that's a pretty solid list. I I like a lot of those games on that list. Uh, surprise, Snake Pass isn't on there. Because uh, like I I know a lot of people were talking about that game when it came out, and I'm I'm just kind of surprised it's not on there. So yeah, and and, and not to discourage all the other games that that didn't make the list, because uh, a lot of them who that didn't make the list really sold well and got got a lot of talks. You know, yeah, Golf Story's not on there, but it got nominated for some Game of the Year awards. So I mean, that's not bad for it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, we're gonna talk about the games that came out this week on eShop all all systems so switch eShop uh darkest dungeon came out this week uh ac aca neo geo power spikes 2 uh wow my siri is going off thanks thanks phone uh i think it said i i think my phone just thought i said hey siri instead of aca so wow <laughs> uh thanks phone <laughs> Uh, Ambition of the Slimes, which is five dollars. That's cool. Uh, the arcade version of Double Dragon is coming to Switch this week. Uh, it's probably out as of this recording. Uh, the Hollywood Roast, uh, Oh Sir, the Insult Simulator, uh, Cubic World to the West, which is that game that we were talking about, Ed. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. Uh, we kind of had like this weird uh, Sonic or not Sonic Zelda style to it uh lost fear comes out in a couple days i don't know what's on this list for this week but because uh. it comes out on tuesday yeah so. I know. uh baseball riot uh nuclean vesta chroma gun and then finally shoe comes out uh so 
uh, those are the games available this week or till or coming out on Tuesday. Uh, the 3DS eShop, there's a couple games for 3DS eShop. Uh, Link of Picks Color, Raining Coins, and Kirby Battle Royale are the three games available on the 3DS eShop this week. Uh, nothing on the Wii U. And then uh, the DLC for the first uh, part of the expansion pass for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is out this week. Uh, so there's a couple new missions uh, and stuff that can be found throughout the game starting in certain chapters. Uh, <coughs> new essential uh, essential uh, driver essential sets. Uh, Tor's favorite thing, which is... I, there's a bunch of stuff, Ed, you would probably know because you're farther in this game than I am. Uh, so that's it. Uh, there's a couple demos also out this week. Uh, Implosion is getting a demo, and League of Evil is getting a demo on Switch. So that's what's out this week on your Nintendo platform of choice. Sorry, Wii U, you have nothing. Uh, so why don't we head into the uh, question block? Everybody good? Nobody's got to pee or anything? Everybody good? Uh, actually, no. No way. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, okay. You're good. Okay. So we're going to head into the question block. Remember, you can email us your questions at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com if you want your question read on the question block. Or if it's really good, we'll enter you into our expansion pack slot. And if it's the best question, Ed. Yes. So everybody... You have uh, to January 27th to get your question in. We are holding a contest for you guys. And you go to NGR Radio Facebook page to see the Mario iHome headset. Really, really cool headset. And it also comes in a built-in microphone. So while you guys are listening to Nintendo Power Block or any podcast that you prefer on your phone, tablet, whatever, uh, or even, let's say, your gaming on your Switch and or your PS4, Xbox, and you want to chat with your friends, you'd be able to use that headset to do that. Um, but it's a nice cool sleek nintendo design with the regular super mario brothers uh video game you guys have to january 27th uh to send in that question um the details are up like i said on our facebook page and one of you guys will not only win that but your question will be the topic for our special pass so get them in and hopefully you have that chance to win yes yes so Enter your questions in. We want your questions, and we want to read your questions. So, uh, yeah. 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 So our first question comes from Greg Osterman. Osterman? Osterman. I hope I said your your name right. I'm sorry. Uh, found your show looking for Nintendo podcast when I got my Switch for Christmas, and I love it. I even went back and listened to older episodes. Uh, my question is, do you think Switch will outlast the average four to five years past home consoles uh, life cycle and how do you think uh, how do you think it will so uh, thanks for your question uh, so like he said uh, the average Nintendo life home console life cycle is about five years uh, the GameCube lasting four years and then the Wii lasting six uh, before its successor came out uh, handhelds usually have a little bit longer lifespan, you know, Game Boy having a, uh, 11 year life cycle. And then, you know, DS and 3DS are kind of, you know, hitting that, hit that seven or eight year range. So, uh, yes. you know, I think just, but for the simple fact that it's a handheld, like a lot of people are using it as a handheld device, it'll last longer. Uh, I think we'll get, I think we will get iterations like a little bit more powerful, uh, console like partway through similar to what the new 3ds did uh, but mm -hmm. nothing that's really going to change what the switch is uh, but i think i think its popularity in general is going to make it last longer yes um the, these new engines that's coming to the system is going to allow games that that were using that engine not to be able 
to be ported to Switch. So we'll definitely see more games, more indies, more ideas come. Um, the Nintendo Labo, for example, is a good idea with what Nintendo's going to do, and they'll probably have more plans for that. Um, we'll still have Amiibo, but it's going to be mostly the games that's going to give it more of a life, longer life. And even Kimishima said that they plan for a Switch to have a longer lifespan. Than a net than a normal uh, console, uh, console lifespan or success or whatever. Yeah. So. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, I, I I agree. It's you know the the fact that you can kind of bring it anywhere or play it you know on your TV. Um, no one else is really offering that right now, other than you know like your PC or if you want to count that, but. Um, so yeah, I I, I think kind of like you said, Corey, too. That I think they might they might eventually have some tweaks and like minor up you know minor upgrades that you can eventually get you know if you want to. But I think it's gonna just basically you know like as long as people are making games for it, it I you know it's gonna stay alive and and like they've really captured something that no one else really has and. And they might as well stick with it for a while because it's doing really well for them. So, yeah, they don't really have a reason to move on. I don't right. think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I also think like you know it's. I think the popularity is one thing, but like like Jesse said, you know, as long as Nintendo keeps creating amazing games for this thing, like. I could really see them pushing iterations of this instead of a whole new console in general. Uh, you know, I could I could really see them doing the new 3DS thing, maybe not two or three years from now, but like five or six years from now, and saying, "Hey, we're coming out with a more powerful version of the Switch," you know, to allow people to create bigger and better games for third parties and allow us to you know keep people within the ecosystem. But you don't need to upgrade. You know, you don't need to whatever the system transfer stuff is really easy to do. You know, like I was thinking about it, like if they make a new like a new switch, uh, you know, similar to the new 3DS, like I would probably get another switch and let my wife use the one I use currently, you know, because all she wants is Mario Kart and Tetris, you know, and like you don't need a more powerful console for that. But if we're going to get Elder Scrolls six or, you know, red dead 2 or some of these bigger games that people are looking forward to on this thing like you're going to need yes. that processing power that you know that they could use to upgrade it and i would just transfer all my system data over to that one and then let my wife use the current one so uh you know there's a lot of ways this thing could extend its lifespan i think uh products like pokemon for example will make this thing last long in general you know so we'll see i look i don't want to get ahead of myself because it hasn't even been a year yet but i could see this thing lasting eight, seven, eight, nine years 10 years maybe so uh maybe we'll still be sitting here doing this podcast 10 years from now and talking about hey remember when we started this podcast and the switch wasn't even out yet so oh yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. I will be 47 if that happens. I'll be 41. Oh. Oh. Jesse's like, uh, I'll be 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be 40 something. I don't even. <laughs> oh, I don't man. even pay attention to my, my birthday anymore. Yeah, I for dude, my birthday, when my birthday came around, I forgot it was my birthday. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Not me, because I take the weekend off for my birthday. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> oh, I took off my birthday because it was the day after Thanksgiving, and I hate working the day after Thanksgiving, and I always take Black Friday off. So, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I forgot. We did do that. So uh, our next question comes from Megan Green. Uh, she asks, what... What Nintendo franchise do you want to see make a comeback this generation? For me, I want to see Kid Icarus in some sort of Breath of the Wild style ex action RPG. Uh, what Nintendo franchise do I want to see come back? Um, Elite B Agents. Uh, yeah. Elite B, can I say, 
for me, Elite BHS and Hotel Room, the uh, Hotel Dust Room 212 or 210, whatever that one is. I want to see those come back. Yeah. I need my music. Um, with the Heaven is fine, but I need to pop my bubbles and roll around. I need to do all of that to some uh, nice cover songs. And I would love, on my just on my 3DS, to turn my uh, system sideways and do another novel game like that. Yeah. Uh, man, you know what I really want to see? I want to see, like, I really want to see them embrace some NES stuff and really go, like, Excite Bike. What if we got a new Excite Bike? What if, like, their new sports line came out? You know, it would be, like, 1080, which, you know, there have been rumors that we haven't talked about at all. <laughs> because that was <laughs> those were the rumors going around before last week's direct. So oh, the 1080 right. trademark stuff. So like, what if they did like 1080 Excite Bike Wave Race? Uh, you know that kind of stuff, and then come back with some Mario sports games in Strikers and Sluggers and Golf. Like I want to see all that stuff kind of come back, but. Ugh. Uh, I could just see Nintendo doing Uniracers again. No, please no. Excite Bike. No. Uniracers. Yeah. What if they did Uniracers versus Excite Bike? I will buy that in an instant. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to, because my friend Chad Caselmo from uh, former uh, Destructoid, uh, I'm friends with him on Twitter and stuff. If a Uniracer versus Excite Bike came out, I would have to be like, someone check on check on chat. <laughs> Cause I think he has <laughs> passed out. <laughs> yeah, for for me I'd like to I wouldn't mind seeing like uh like Paperboy or or um like even a Mario Paint type thing, like a new Mario Paint. Yeah, Mario Paint Mario Paint would be perfect with the touchscreen and stuff. Like they could really and, and I think that's kind of evolved into like the Art Academy stuff on three DS. Yeah. Which but, is wonderful. They're they're really great games. Yeah. Yeah. I would man, I'm trying to What would I really like to see? I would man, I don't really know, man. Cause like they've kind of revived a lot of stuff in the last um well, for me, definitely more Eternal Darkness need to come back. I think Nintendo needs a horror horror game. Um, well, uh, they kind of they uh, they own they they own some sort of the Fatal Frame franchise now. Yeah, they got forty percent of it. They own forty percent of it. So, like, I mean, they could they could do something with that, like. What was that disaster report game that was on Wii that never came out here? It was only in Japan, but oh, it's like it was like that Hammer game, right? Where like you no, use the Wii remote that's, to that's that's Project Hammer. That that got canceled. Uh, it was another one. Uh, it's like some kind of disaster report one with some guy. Uh, and it it is fully like translated everything, and they was gonna bring it to America, but they didn't. So, but it came out in Japan, but that's more of a port, I should say. But I would love to play that on Switch. Hmm. I don't, I don't know, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't remember. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing though, like a Paperboy where they use you use the Joy Cons like or something but, as the like well, motion Paperboy, control. Paperboy is more Accolade or Atari. So yeah, I suppose. Now, I could see you, Jesse, having a Nintendo Lab version of Rob the Robot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could totally <laughs> see that, you know? So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wrecking so. Crew. <laughs> yeah! Oh, man. Duck Hunt! Duck Hunt! How are we forgetting Duck Hunt? Oh, <laughs> I yes. need to bring that back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man and we can finally shoot that dog shoot the dog (laughs) i mean if we're get uh, in like even like smaller experiences i would like to see luigi's mansion come back in a big way i mean i know we got i know we got the 3ds game but i want like the single house but it's like this just a giant house that you have to collect booze in uh i'm trying to think more like gamecube style stuff i think like a a wario game like not like WarioWare, but remember the GameCube Wario World game that they made? 
yeah. Uh, I think that would be interesting to do something with that. Uh, <laughs> what about the Treasure Wario game where you had to shake it? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, they still need to make a Waluigi game. A Waluigi wow. skateboarding game. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like Tony Hawk, but only <laughs> it's Mario. <sighs> make, it like, make it like Skate or, or or they, or they could just literally take Crash Bandicoot and just <laughs> put, just put skins of Wario over Crash. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if someone did that now. Man, I do his know. large walk that he does. <laughs> Spinning around, ah. Man, uh, I would like to. Man, I don't even know anymore. I would like to see Rogue Squadron come back too. I think Rogue Squadron. Uh, like, I know EA owns the, the has the license for Star Wars right now, and like EA's got a lot of bad blood. But like, if they could find a way to get, you know, all the studios involved with that, and like pitch it to EA and said, "Hey, can you can we have like a an HD HDified? It doesn't even have to be like remake. It could just be the games now with an with an HD upres to like 720p or 1080p." That was level five, right? Uh, factor five. Factor five. Yeah. Uh, and like really have that on there, or like a new Rogue Squadron game. Like I would love to see Rogue Squadron come back in some, some way. So. Pod racing. <laughs> no, we do. We do not need another pod racing game. <laughs> Our last question comes from Deshaun Malone. He says, my daughter and I play lots of games together, and I was wondering what your crew thought about Nintendo expanding into edutainment games again. Labo seems like a step in that direction, and we can't wait. Edutainment. That is a... Man, how would you even do that? I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of possibilities with kid-friendly IP, like, you know, Mario teaches typing. I... Mm-hmm. I liked Mario Teaches Typing when I was younger. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but how would you guys... Donkey... What? Oh, I was going to say that was that Donkey Kong math back in the day. <sighs> I don't remember that. Yeah, there was a math game with Donkey Kong in it. And you just remember all the weird stuff. I don't even understand how you remember all this stuff. <laughs> I'm 37 years old. I was a Nintendo fanatic then. I was a Nintendo fanatic now. I played ton of Nintendo games. Okay, case in point. Uh, but <laughs> how would you guys really do edutainment for Switch? Like, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a great way, similar to Labo. Like, Labo's a great way to move in that direction, right? But like, how would you do like maybe even just software-based edutainment stuff? Uh, I mean, of course, we we talked about our like Art Academy. Uh, being one, um, you know, this cork thing, like this music one, uh, like Nintendo Lab, I think it's the first step if we if we want to talk about like entertainment edut- uh, games. Um, I think another one would probably actually be, uh, it, it's probably going to be more for adults and you know like knitting or something or you know cooking um like how they did had the cooking game for uh the 2ds uh no for the ds where uh you go out shopping get ingredients and then come back and then they show you all how to cook and stuff i think the entertainment games uh now that could come out could be for adults than for kids um because i think they're i think some adults sometimes need to relearn things um, and kind of help them keep their memory uh, up to date, I should say. Um, and probably have some fun activities. I think it, like that uh, cooking game and stuff could be um, that Nintendo had on their DS. I think they could bring that back and help. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I like for me the only thing I'll really add is I do I do think that we are eventually going to get some form of VR through it. So, I mean, I 
like basically when the switch came out there was people that were running vr stuff on it already like mind you know that you know that was something that they they made and did themselselves but mm-hmm. but it it is capable that still means that it is capable of doing it so so yeah. i think i think we could see some stuff like that maybe eventually that you know even just so much as like you know, like you have the where you can go and see different like sceneries and you know in the real world and and be able to explore like nature stuff like you know watch like a three three sixty video of like nature a nature video that you could you know sit and watch and have someone narrating because I mean you you can run that stuff on phones so it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense why you wouldn't be able to run it on the switch i think so, they had like that google thing for we yeah that's yeah. for the Wii U. yeah yeah um yeah so i, I, see I think that. that's something that that could be in the future so yeah yeah <sighs> well i mean i mean if you're I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking about like the vr stuff like i i think Nintendo could do VR without, you know, doing VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, they're already showing it in the in the Labo robot stuff, right? Where like they have the mask for the robot that you can slide the screen into, and based on your movements and everything, like you can see what you're doing and stuff. And like that's like the Google Cardboard stuff that came out real early for VR. Like that's the kind of stuff Nintendo can do VR with without actually doing VR. You know, I think I think there's a lot of smart things you could do with that in terms of of you know going places. You know, things that they they kind of teased on the Wii U, like going to like and and even even on the 3DS they did this where like you can go to like the Louvre in France and like have that program on your 3ds and it would take pictures and tell you stuff about certain things. Like, I think the switch could do that too. So, um, uh, novel based games, like where, where there's a lot of reading that you incorporate your meet your, uh, amiibo into. So let's say you want to take a venture, uh, take a venture, take Yoshi on a venture, you know, with reading that can help kids read. And every time a Yoshi, you know, comes on or is the character, you know, you could kids could read along with it. Um, and if the switch could pick up your voice reading you along, it shows Yoshi's doing different stuff while you're reading the book. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool if they did interact, you know, incorporate basically a storybook with each amiibo. Like each amiibo would unlock a storybook that you that you could interact with and read read along with and and learn that yeah that would be pretty cool and like you know like have different reading level you know like each each amiibo would have like you know certain reading levels maybe like you know a certain one because like they do that right now like where you can get books that are you know leveled for yeah for you know what what you know a kid can read and stuff so like have something like that even yeah, and I mean, we got Just Dance also, so kids can learn how to dance and maybe an exercise, you know. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, that was one of our shortest shows ever, I think. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is, I mean, we've done a ton of Nintendo content this week. So uh, subscribe to Nerds Gone Rogue on YouTube. We're close. We're close to that uh, 100 subscribers on YouTube. We've been gaining some subscribers lately, so I'm pretty, I'm Yay. pretty happy. You know, I think our external content's kind of helped with that. But we need to hit that 100 subscriber mark to to get YouTube.com/slash Nerds Gone Rogue or NGR Radio or something. So uh, if you're out there, subscribe so we can get that. So we can get that URL. That'd be really, that'd be really nice. So. Uh, Check out our other Nintendo content this week, too. Like, we did some reactions on last week's Direct. We did a reaction to the Labo thing yesterday, or, well, a couple days ago at this point now. Uh, you know, check out our mini block episodes in the Power Block playlist on there. Uh, you know, we're not putting that on podcast services. We're really just trying to fill some days with Nintendo stuff because, you know, we like to, we like to talk about it. So uh, check out our family of shows, uh, Arsenal X, which is our Xbox podcast. Uh, 
you know, Nerdscon Platinum, NGR Radio, World 1-1, all that good stuff. Uh, check out some of our Let's Plays that are going up. Uh, we've started some of the Hammer Bros Academy stuff where Matt and Moose are kind of making me play through the, the Dark Souls games. So, uh, well, Dark we're starting Souls. with Bloodborne. So, uh, yes, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but, you know, I think Ed and I, in a few minutes, are going to do some Let's Pod and Plays. So, uh, yeah. So, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that retrico, and you can check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. New episodes will be going live soon, so do check that out. Getting ready for my bunch of game awards. I think you guys will actually enjoy. Um, can't wait for that. Oh, and also check out Arsenal X, uh, our NGR Xbox podcast, and World One One podcast here on Nerdscore on- Radio. Yeah. Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at sub underscore humanist. Yeah. Nice and short. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Corian HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Nerds Gone Rogue every Monday. Remember to check out the expansion pack episodes on our YouTube page, which is our Monday at noon show where we discuss a topic that one of you has sent in and uh you remember to enter in that prize so uh email us at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com and uh to enter that in uh subscribe to our youtube channel rate us on podcast services everywhere download follow us on twitter ngr powerblock follow us on instagram at nintendo powerblock and go to ngrradio.com for all of our things uh i think that's it i think that's it my brain is tired so yes and uh, so don't forget everybody january 27th is the last day you can get your question in for the contest right yeah but and thank it. you to everyone who listens yes <laughs> yes what jesse said <laughs> thank you guys uh thank you guys so much for listening and watching and until next week we love you bye everybody bye Woo-hoo! Man, next week. Man, I feel like we've done so much. Work.